Hello, everybody. Welcome to Popcorn Not Included. I'm Matt. I'm Maggie. And should we just snap a bunch? Should we just snap a bunch? So, uh, spoilers for Infinity War. <laughs> uh, right off the bat here. And in fact, we will very, very shortly be getting to spoilers for Avengers Endgame, the movie we are covering today. Mm-hmm. Because... Why would anybody listen to our podcast about this movie if they hadn't already seen it, is our is our thinking. We'll give like a, a two-minute summary of our very, very general thoughts, as general as we can be without, you know, getting into anything. But obviously, if you want to be totally spoiler-free, don't even listen to that. But we, we're, gonna an, get, we're not going to mess around for that long. An introduction to our thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, like, hey, we've been doing this podcast a year. That's cool. Ooh. Yeah, um, and our second episode was Infinity War mm-hmm. back last April, and so here we are doing the sequel. That's exciting. I mean, we were both really looking forward to this movie. Yeah, uh, because we we weren't going to podcast Infinity War, and then we we saw it and we both really liked it, and we're surprised by that. I was. Were we not going to podcast it? No. See, I, I listened. I went back and listened to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had forgotten that. Just to see what, and and a couple things uh, surprised me. That surprised me that we weren't originally going to do it. But then, okay, I kind of had a recollection that because you didn't feel like, oh, I shouldn't oh, talk about this because right. I'm not a, I'm not a Marvel person. And it's like whatever. It yeah, I didn't feel qualified. And the other thing that surprised me is when we got to rating the movie, you said that half stars were okay. Did I? Which I think, yes, you did. You Ooh, absolutely I, did. I, what's, Which, the, what is the, what's the term? Retconned that? You re- <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't remember. And I, keep, and I kept asking you huh. and you were like, no, we commit to, to oh, whole wow. stars here. And, the, and, the, and no, you. I have it. We have audio evidence of you saying the contrary. Mm. However, we both gave Infinity War four stars out of five hmm. uh, when, we saw, when we saw it last year. Uh, and we rewatched that uh, in anticipation for this movie. And... I think we both were like, yeah, this this holds up. Because sometimes when I see these Marvel movies again, even the ones I, I, I liked, I'm like, mm, they kind of fall apart for me sometimes mm-hmm. on the second viewing or there's just not that much there to enjoy. The, you know, the enjoyment is skin deep, if you will. Um, Infinity War, really good. Still really good. Um, I think I actually liked it better the second time. Yeah, because you kind of said you, you understood, you kind of connected the dots a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's not... Like, we also, in sort of preparation for this, we watched Captain America Civil War, which is kind of, we we, we didn't, like, go back and exhaustively watch. Yeah. We should have watched Age of Ultron, but. Well. Oh, well. Here's the thing. This movie is the most dependent on continuity of any of the Avengers movies, by far. Mm-hmm. While we both came out of Infinity War, you know, you had seen half the Marvel movies at that point. Uh, I had seen more than you, but not all of them. Certainly not some of the key ones, maybe. This movie, it, it really rewards you for knowing all of the previous Marvel movies, or at least almost all of them. Yeah. Um, very few of them are totally irrelevant to this movie, and some of them are extremely relevant to this movie. So I think that's a pretty big difference from from Infinity War to Endgame. Yeah. Um, so very, very generally, what did you think of this movie? And then we'll, we'll just jump into spoilers. Well, to preface what I thought about the movie, I I think that like what you were saying of, of where this really rewards the people who have been in it. Um, 
I I can't imagine somebody who would would call themselves an MCU fan, a reasonably dedicated fan. I can't imagine them not loving this. I I hope that those people like it. I'm glad that people liked it. I I didn't. <laughs> um I I was pretty frustrated. I I did not enjoy watching it. Which was really frustrating and disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot that works about it, and I definitely have good things to say about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I walked out, and like most of my experience watching the movie was negative. Yeah. So I don't mean to rain on anybody's parade. I'm glad that people like it. You are very much entitled to your opinion because there will be quite enough people who will love on this movie. It's okay if you don't like it. Thanks. I am a little more positive on it than you, but I'm also disappointed. Uh, uh, I wanted to, of course, love this movie, especially after the last one. I was like, mm-hmm. they against all odds, they got me reinvested in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That was, Infinity War was really good. And I think I have a lot of good things to say about this movie also, but I don't know. I've, I've, I've also got a lot of mixed feelings and I really wish that weren't the case. I really wish I could, you know, sort of unequivocally say, I really like it. I wish I could even say, oh, I like this movie. It has really big, you know, obvious problems, but who cares? I really like it. Right. But the problems do bother me. Yeah. Um, totally. And, and they make it hard for me to connect emotionally on the level that I was supposed to Mm -hmm. and that a lot of other people probably did. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still kind of processing what I feel about this one. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I wish it weren't so. So Yeah. My- I would like to see it again. I, like, I don't know that I'll see it again in the theater. Right. Um, but I would like to give it another crack. Yes. Um, because I, th- I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, but I was, I was disappointed yes. um, and frustrated. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't frustrated. Yeah, Your frustration kind of comes from m- not knowing quite as much or not catching quite as many of the, the callbacks and things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think our disappointments are probably somewhat similar. So we will get into all those very shortly. What's uh, what's your rating for this before we do that? I mean, I think it's a three star movie. I can't I, I can't I don't think it's fair for me to deduct more than that. Yeah, I'm with you. Three yeah. stars. Look, we, we matched last time. We matched <laughs> this time. Lost a whole star. Sorry, uh, it's, yeah. it's a bummer. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so spoilers. Here, here we go. Do you want to just a uh, uh, laundry list them? You like to do that sometimes. What laundry list the spoilers? Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. We, we don't need to do that. Okay. Um, sometimes I just jump in there with that to be silly, but. <laughs> while we're on the the kind of subject about like my frustration for the the references yeah can i just do that now get that out of the way um or, sure yeah what you got well so i was i was thinking about this today where i did i, I found myself really frustrated watching it um mm-hmm. as the the rest of the audience would get really hyped for something or clap or cheer for something and i really didn't understand right that made me feel bad <laughs> And it, it, it happened a few times. It wasn't a ton. Like, I got the gist of it, but there were definitely enough of those moments to make me really frustrated. 
Um, and so then I got to thinking, like, is it fair for me to be frustrated that I'm seeing the 22nd Marvel movie <laughs> and I've only seen 12 of them counting yeah. this one? Am yeah. I allowed to be upset for not understanding? Um, yes, <laughs> is where I landed. And here's why. Because the the whole narrative around these the whole time has been like this wasn't supposed to be an exclusive club. These are movies that are supposed to be popcorn movies that you can come in and enjoy. You don't have to take notes. Um, these aren't heady movies. Right. They're supposed to be um, like you, you, you aren't supposed to have to see all of them. Um, and they had always catered to that. And the, and, and yeah, where I was always able to ask a very small question and get the gist of it. Um, Because there was always another character in there to help explain it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they they set me up for that. That was not something that, like, I walked in entitled to. I think they set you up for that with Infinity War, you know, as well. That being the direct predecessor to this movie. This is a direct sequel to Infinity War. And as we said in our non-spoilers... Uh, that movie you 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 could watch and enjoy having seen only half of the mcu movies yeah this movie is not that way no the only ones that they help you out on are the ant-man movies like those are the only ones you were allowed to not see because they know that nobody saw those (laughs) they did explain that stuff but yeah like i really feel like they set it up where you could see these movies without seeing all of them and then this one they did not do that and so, like, I, I very much understand the, you know, th- basically, like, giving cookies to your fans who've been there the whole time. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I felt I felt kind of misled, honestly, mm. um, of, of thinking, hey, you know, I saw Infinity War and I've seen I've seen enough of these. <laughs> sure. Um, and if for me to be able to see, enjoy and understand Infinity War and Captain Marvel um, and some of the other ones, big ones, and yeah. for me to see what was originally Infinity War Part 2 and not get it frustrates me a great deal. Mm. Yeah, I, I will say, I think I think it was okay for them to assume that people who saw this movie had seen all the Avengers movies. That's the only one I'm going to say, yeah, you not getting stuff from Age of Ultron, w- which is not a whole ton of stuff, but that one... It, that's in this direct franchise within the franchise, if you, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, really, all, all that really explains, though, is the, the, the Captain, Captain America, America hammer. hammer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was huge, and I didn't know. It, it wasn't huge. It was just a moment. Well, it yeah, was a so crowd-pleasing moment. The, the second piece of this is I think my reaction would, I don't think I would have felt as bad if we weren't in the theater. Yeah, because it because so the audience actually ruined yes, it for you. <laughs> they, they honestly did, um, because it just it made me Friends feel bad about myself. It's not it's not personal, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, like it did. Every time people cheered and I didn't understand, it made me feel bad. But if nobody had been cheering, there many of those circumstances would have been gone. There would only have been a couple hmm. that I think I actually didn't understand. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking about it of just, is it fair for me to be upset when I'm the one who didn't watch them? <laughs> um, and like, you know, when you have 22 movies, I, yes, like there's, you, you do, you're certainly entitled to your Easter eggs and your callbacks and all that stuff. But I think the way that they had set up their franchise 
made me the, the confident that yeah. I would understand this movie. The level to which you need to know stuff is unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you really need to have seen Infinity War, but also you need to have seen the other Avengers movies. You need to have seen the Captain America movies. You need to have seen the Iron Man movies. You need you to see have Guardians. Seen, seen the Guardians movies. You need to um, have seen Doctor Strange. You need to have seen... <laughs> seen Ragnarok, uh, Ragn- for sure. Yeah, Ragnarok. Um, um, you I mean, could have gone by of. without Ant-Man, but I think it would have helped. Um, I Neither one of us have seen either of those, yeah. so I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. But... Um, so the uh, but the other thing is yeah. like it, I haven't seen some of those but I also you know I'm in nerd culture online so I see articles and speculations and I've read about generally what happens in the Marvel comics and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so I know like so here's a particular callback to a comic that's like a thing you definitely didn't get but I got it because I read nerd culture stuff mm-hmm. is when they're in the elevator in that that's a, that's a callback to the winter soldier, which, which is, I have which, seen, which is the best Marvel movie. Um, um, and that's the best MCU movie I should say. And, um, the, the, yeah, that's an obvious callback for, for people in the MCU stuff. But when he said, when he whispers hail Hydra to the guy, that is not only a reference to how obviously, shield is hydra in that movie and that that's a big reveal there it's also a reference to the much maligned um comic storyline where captain america was revealed to be a sleeper agent of hydra that Mm. happened like semi-recently in the comics that was like that that got a chuckle out of me that they're like oh they're kind of also making fun of this or making like sly reference to it yeah but you didn't need to know that that was just an extra um and i'm not i don't read the marvel comics yeah i just know about stuff in them because nerd culture um but you know the other thing is there's been a year and more before that of speculation about what's going to happen in this movie how our storyline is going to wrap up this and that so i i think a lot of the the big fans have you know read some amount of that speculated either with yeah, see, I intentionally avoided all that stuff because I didn't want spoilers. Sure. But I think I shot myself in the foot because no, I didn't you, have the information I needed. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to have engaged in the the speculation game. Um I, I think me engaging in the speculation game actually kind of killed a little bit of the enjoyment mm-hmm. because there were definitely like, okay, time travel gonna be a thing. Um there were some leaked yeah, like set photos that. of them in doing reenacting the battle of New York from the first Avengers movie. So we kind of knew that was going to be in there and that basically indicated it's going to be a time travel thing or some kind of flashback, but probably time travel because we're trying to undo something. Um, and then there, there was speculation about, Oh, Steve Rogers is going to go and get to be with, um, Peggy Carter because time travel and that's how he'll get his happy ending. Um, Hmm. that was also, I didn't hear that one. That was also, a, a a fan theory out there which proved to be basically true yeah basically everybody that i know like it was either either steve or tony was gonna die just because right. that's how they were going probably to end yeah. it somebody had to die yeah somebody big um, not black widow sorry <laughs> i mean i think it was good that she died too um because <sighs> i think it should have been more than one um it should have been more than one she was a poor choice Oh, I don't think she was a poor choice. I do. I just, we'll get the there. scene was bad, but I don't think she was a poor choice. I think both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, All right, so that's my that those are my feeling. That's my therapy sessions okay, done. So now yeah. we can talk about yeah, Thanos. And it's, we, our, our, <laughs> in our immediate reactions about about the movie after seeing it, I I did explain some things to you, which yeah, which to helped. me to me I think like you had some problems with the movie that I would have agreed with, except that those details were correct. Things like oh, why does Gamora so easily switch sides? It's like well. In Guardians 1, which you haven't seen, and I have, um, and I haven't seen the sequel, but you you have. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Guardians 1, she's like right on the cusp of switching over, and she hates her father at that point. She hates Thanos at that point anyway. So that actually made a ton of sense for them to do it that way. But I if didn't you have did, that But you, if you didn't have so that detail, yeah. then that would seem like a lazy character. Oh, it that did. That would seem was, like lazy character work. I was really frustrated. Yeah. I was like, seriously, that's And I would it? be right there with you, except that I knew that. Yeah. And everybody who saw Guardians 1 knew that. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to know that that wasn't, uh, that that wasn't lazy. I so do I, think there were I, other points that were. <laughs> yes, yes. But that's good, at there, least. I think uh, some of the things that you had frustrations with are legitimately solved by the events of the other movies in there and you can totally be frustrated by the amount that they expect you to know and remember Mm -hmm. and have seen yeah remember is key too because some of them i've seen but like guys it's been 10 years right tell me some slack right most of these movies i've only seen once right but i think it's a lot less lazy than it seems like anyway let's you wanted you said you wanted to talk about thanos well i just figured we'd start at the beginning of the movie oh um I mean, we can, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. I think we want to talk about, you know, some things that worked, um, some things that didn't work, definitely didn't work. And then some things that are a mixed bag. I have, I have a list that I wrote down of just trying to process through mm-hmm. my thoughts. Uh, and my list of what worked is the longest one. So I think that's good, but my list of what didn't work and my mixed bag list, there are some important items on those. And I think that's where my um, my inability to fully embrace this movie comes from, hmm. and and that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 disappointed because the movie starts like pretty well. I think I think we both enjoyed yeah. the the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I mean, like from I, that first scene, I really liked. Um, I thought it was really effective. It was funny afterward, like. I, talking with you i picked up right away that this was the day of the snap yeah um and you did not which i think is kind of interesting um (laughs) or just like i don't know um but yeah like from from that very first scene um for probably the first half hour 45 minutes Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it yeah and that's that's a good chunk of you know it's a three-hour movie but Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think the first third of it is pretty good, is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's so much of like before it came out, you and I would say, if this doesn't start sad, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and it, it did. Yeah. Like that was really appropriate. I think there, yeah, there were a few too many jokes in the first chunk of it for my taste. Mm-hmm. Just, just a little bit. It wasn't that bad. It was fine. So where do you the, the first third seems to me like more than what we're talking about. Oh, I don't know. Um, everything I mean, before like, everything before the time heist starts. Oh, okay, that's what I would okay. say too. Yeah, yeah. I, I divide this movie evenly into kind of three parts: the 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 prologue, sort of beginning stuff, the time heist in the middle is the second act, and then the third act is the big battle with Thanos and the epilogue. Yeah, sure, and the epilogue stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of divides neatly into those chunks. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about that beginning part. I was 
I was glad they spent, uh, you know, a good amount of time there. I do think, you know, you could have cut some of that, but it would have been like maybe a bad decision um, just to get it less than three hours. I, I'm, I'm fine with the running time, honestly. It didn't feel that that long. The one, I only read one like review headline um, that gave anything away. I mean, all it said was they thought that it took a while to get there. And yeah. so it was hilarious of where I was watching it. And I was like, what do you mean it's taking a while to get there? It's like three minutes into the movie and they're all going to kill Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. this is speeding on through. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, it's not quite that quick. I mean, there's, there's a, a it's quick. Yeah, it, it is quick, but there's a few minutes of like, Oh, Tony Stark's going to yeah. die in space alone. Well, with a robot lady. Um, and I forgot about that. Right. Everybody did. <laughs> When, when they put that trailer out with him stranded in space, you're like, oh, man, he's alone in space and he's going to die. And then people pointed out, actually, the only other person he was with who didn't get dissolved was Nebula. So she would be there, too, logically. And, yes, they remembered that. <laughs> Nebula turns out to be a pretty significant character in this movie. Yeah, yeah, she was. So the very quick Thanos kill was was very shocking and that was a great reversal it was of of your expectations and reversal of fortunes and stuff and mm-hmm. of course when you think about oh yes if if all of them worked together and then also captain marvel is there he would be easy to kill and then of course he doesn't have the stones anymore so yeah there's no <laughs> this isn't there's no fight yeah this isn't there's... much of a fight this is like hold him down and thor will chop off his arm and then his head mm-hmm. <laughs> in mid-sentence yep uh which was which was shocking and that was like that was fun because you're like oh now we don't know where this is going right uh although with oh the stones are destroyed my, the wheels are turning in my head like okay well this time travel thing is gonna happen then well but it was you know i expected the time travel to be there i think i had heard like quantum realm but i didn't know what that was right um but you know he has a literal time stone so i like that right. I was you thought like, that was going to be the key to the time travel plot totally yeah um and so <laughs> then i was like oh well there's still going to be time travel here i Somehow. wonder how they're going to do that yeah um so yeah i thought that that all really worked for me I liked the stuff on earth. There were a couple shots in there that were sort of almost post-apocalyptic looking. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. I actually wanted a little bit more of it. Not, mm-hmm. not, they didn't need to delve into it. And obviously post-apocalypse is sort of a, a genre and a, and a flavor that's been really overdone, but having it show up in this movie, one that makes a lot of sense. If half of every living creature disappeared all of the sudden it would have an incredibly dramatic effect on the world yeah. economies on government mm-hmm. on families on people's mental stability on infrastructure on everything yeah. it would be crazy you know and you kind of see that in the um the end credit scene of of infinity war where mm-hmm. there's a couple like planes crashing and helicopters going down and stuff it reminds me of and this is like a really weird and silly touchstone but you know it's a, it speaks to my upbringing it reminds me of the left behind series um which in which you know uh, christians get raptured and literally disappear from where That's they funny. are and like that has a huge effect on the world in those books um 
and they really they spend a lot of time with like how that changes the world obviously and also that's referring to the biblical actual apocalypse but uh well depending on who you ask yeah depending on who you ask <laughs> an interpretation of it right yeah mm-hmm. but uh i i think that's really cool and i would have looked just like maybe a few more lines maybe a few more shots like filling us in on like the world's a really you know, it's sort of the same, but it's just, it's not going to be the same. Well, because all we saw was San Francisco. It would have been cool to see that internationally. Like, see an empty Beijing. See an empty Well, see, we go to Tokyo, Tokyo later. And but it's, but you don't see it there. Right. It's just an alley. Yeah, you don't see it there. But even I would have liked to hear, like, oh, like, did, you know, the president or something get, get dusted? Like, they say the world governments are, like, in, yeah. you know, turmoil and whatnot. But I think they could have written a couple quick lines of dialogue to really hit home like the world as you know it is over right it's not just like a a, a, a relational thing right of like it's my not just like oh dead. my family's i mean it yeah. is but also like the human family is mm-hmm. decimated i don't know I, that's not really criticism like i really thought that tone was cool and then you know scott lang goes to the park where yeah i liked those, the memorial yeah the memorial and and it feels like okay that feels like a thing that would happen well, it was, it was, it was, I think it's probably my first yellow flag. Um, I liked it though. So I don't really, it, it brushed off quickly, but I was like, if it's only been five years, there's no way they'd already have a memorial funded, especially yeah. if the world was decimated, but, but okay. Whatever. We're fudging it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're brushing over how much of a disaster that would actually be. And that's fine. I don't expect them to take a, a deep look into what if. Yeah. I, I, that's I, not what it's about. I, I remember thinking like that was my first a yellow flag. Um, cause so okay. you, you can describe it as, you know, things that worked, things that didn't and mixed bag for me. It's, there were, there were a, a lot of yellow flags and a handful of red flags. Mm. Um, and that was, I think my first yellow, but I liked it. So it was fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But overall in the, in the beginning, they spent a good amount of time with the consequences. Yeah. And that I was really afraid that they would brush over that, mm-hmm. rush through that when I saw infinity war and they didn't. Um, and it's cool because we could see several characters um, who have who had their fortunes altered dramatically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have like Captain America and, and Black Widow who are just like, we're still trying to do this Avengers thing, but we feel kind of worthless yeah. after there's never going to be a big threat like that again. And we failed it. So like now everything's small potatoes by comparison and it feels kind of worthless yeah. in a way. Were you surprised by the time jump, by the way? Just Yes. The, I was too. I was like, that's really smart, though. Mm-hmm. That's really, really smart. I'm glad they did that. And that mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, I agreed. Um, because it wasn't just, oh, we're going to sit with the consequences of this for like, you know, 30 minutes of screen time. No, we, these characters are sitting with the consequences of this for half a for decade. Years, yeah. Yeah. And um, that's well, that. and, and long enough for, for Tony to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got to see Tony's family life. Like the only one who's doing kind of good. The Hulk. Bruce is Bruce is better. Yes. Uh, Bruce and Tony, I think, are are better off actually post snap than they were before. Whereas yes. everyone else is worse, and some dramatically worse. Yeah. I mean, I think Captain America is like in sort of stasis. Like his character has always been, ever since he got you know frozen and woken up seventy years later, he's been just kind of unsure what to do with life and like yeah, I mean, beyond him being a, a 
you know, a protector and servant. Yeah. Like he was down though. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, he wasn't uh he wasn't fat Thor. No, he wasn't fat Thor. Um <laughs> I thought that really worked though. Yeah, it did. Um that, that's on my list of things that worked. Mm-hmm. Um It's so unexpected. Yeah. You're not gonna make Chris Hemsworth fat's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, but they did. It was also funny, and they didn't point this out at the end, and I expected them to call back to it because you remember they call they call Star Lord fat kind of yeah. in, in, in Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, and I expected when he got Thor got on their ship at the end that uh, he would make some Snyder that was a missed mark. opportunity. It really was because the thing that they actually go back and forth about didn't work for me, and it was too it was long. too long. It was very <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, well, we'll get to the end. <laughs> um. Then of course we have Hawkeye, who's become like violent vigilante man, who's going around killing like petty criminals and stuff, and that's kind of a dark turn for these characters because that feels more like something that would happen in you know in DC land. But I thought that was it was good for one of the characters to sort of go dark like that. Um, well, and the way they, you know, it, it starts with him and just the absolute sucker punch. It was his whole his whole family. family. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you like get the, it. The odds on that coin flip were real bad for him. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, just and, uh, like Rocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it made sense for it to be him. Totally. Yeah, I found all that really effective. I really liked this stuff with uh, with Tony's family and his daughter. I thought that was, I thought that was cute and well done. It was. Like, the kid was. The, the kid was good. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that was really sweet. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really compelling reason for Tony to not immediately want to jump into, like, here's the plan for us to monkey around with time and reverse things. Right. Like, well, yeah, he has a vested interest. He's like the only one of you guys who has moved on in a meaningful way. Right. <laughs> I think most everything about the, the beginning of the movie worked really well, I'd say. Maybe not the pacing so much, but I think there were maybe pacing issues throughout, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I thought the I thought the Ant Man stuff was good too. Um, like, I think Paul Rudd does a good job um, of of like kind of playing the like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that stuff was good, and where they 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 did explain enough of that to me, and it it got the ball rolling. I thought in a good way. Yeah, where that worked for me too. Yeah, I feel like they they leaned on the odd man out thing a little too heavily in the front half of the movie for me, and I was like, mm. okay, I get it. He's 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 not popular within the universe. Like that's the joke. Right. There's that there's that scene where they're in the diner. Yeah. And that the, was one of the scenes kids, that I saw. That if you have to go to the bathroom, you yes. should go when Hulk is having lunch. The the kids come up and ask Thor for a or not Thor ask a, a Hulk for a selfie. And and then he's like, oh, and Ant and Ant Man. Oh no, Ant Man's like, yeah, he oh, I and I'm Ant Man. <laughs> and, and they don't want a picture with him, and it just it goes on a little too long, but yeah. it, it's okay. And but it, also the other thing is, um, also Captain America and gonna, and Black yeah. Widow are sitting it's right like, there. They're also very famous, but <laughs> but okay, sweater wearing. We want the big green guy. Which, sweater wearing you know, halfway kids. Hulk. Of course they do. Yeah. Halfway Hulk. Yeah. That's good. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. I don't know if there's like an official, I didn't see anything about like a comic name for him or, or whatever. I just, whatever. Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then of course the plot starts moving and we're for real going to, going to fix the Thanos problem this time. I mean, we've killed him, yeah. but we're, we're going to undo, undo it. it. 
with time travel, which is always a red flag. <laughs> so yeah, are are you on principle like having seen the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Are you still on principle upset with the time travel? No. Okay. I am upset with certain aspects of the time travel. But in principle, you don't have a problem with with time travel plots. That's fine. This is a movie this is a movie about space wizards and um and magic rocks that okay. can kill half the population yeah. or bring them back. Or, or make you blow bubbles out of a gun. It, 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 but it needs to make sense you and be consistent. You have to rules and you have to follow them. And so they spent a little bit of time explaining this time travel works differently than all the time travel you've seen in most other popular movies. They go very much out of their way to say that. It's like, no, this is not Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay. So messing around with the past does not affect your present. Okay. Got it. But then they break that rule at the end. (laughs) Seemingly. Maybe it would be. But the fact that I need this to be explained to me on like paper and very very like clearly and clinically is not good. Well, I think that the the place where they explained it the best was the scene with um, Tilda Swinton and Bruce. Um, I think that was the best explained bit. Um, and I thought it was an interesting turn on it of they have to put the stones back. They have to put them back. Um, Although that you don't really see that. That doesn't well, end up being was, a consideration. I was frustrated at the end of the movie, too, because I didn't think they were going to do it. I was like, Uh-oh. remember, you still have to put them back, guys. What the heck? <laughs> Screw all those Why other universes. Dilly dallying <laughs> like we have to do that. You said you had to do that. So I was like, oh, OK, good. They didn't forget. No. Um, but yeah, like that. I thought that all worked for me just fine. Um it, it did. It seemed like they established their rules. It, I wish it would have been a little bit clearer. Um, like, I understand that they're saying all the other ones are wrong, but I needed maybe, like, just two more lines of what what specifically makes this one kosher. Because um, <laughs> it's, you know, they're saying, okay, like, we're, everything is... We, we can't change what happened. Otherwise, we wouldn't then go back and try and fix it. And, and that th- those paradoxes. Yeah. But they're just going to, like, have the snap happen, but then undo it. There's there's a really great line from, I think, I think Rhodey about, like, can't we just go back to Thanos in the cradle? And then and uh-huh. he, with his hands, he motions, like, strangling him with the umbilical cord. Uh-huh. And and you and you're just like oh gosh you went there and and it's like such a, a funny allusion to people saying that about Baby strangling Hitler, Hitler in the yeah. cradle like it's like that's really funny and then they also are like oh first of all that's horrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like I will say like the jokes in this movie are really good sometimes they're misplaced sometimes mm-hmm. they drag them out a little too long Marvel but they're they're quality jokes and they are not always quality jokes in these Marvel it's movies. True. They're, yeah. But I, I liked too that they made it be like we we can't um, like go and interact with things that we weren't there for necessarily. Or like they were saying, you know, we all in, interacted with the Infinity Stones, so we're going to go back to times where we know they were there and where we were yeah. there. Well, that wasn't a rule. They just had to know where to go back to, when and where to go back to. Yeah, it's it not was that a they, quasi rule. No. Oh, okay. It's just that that's you know they wouldn't know where they are when. They only know where the stones were at certain points, so they have to choose out of those. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I was never there, so I can't travel there. 
they could theoretically do anything with the time travel, which is also a problem ongoing. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what happens when you invent time travel. Well, and I was I was kind of glad for the the quip um, later in the movie where I say, you know, when when you screw with time travel, time travel screws with you. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, yes. When you mess thank with time, you. it tends to mess back. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I like structurally though, I think I re- I really like the time stuff. Like it's neat. It's a, it's kind of a unique way for it to work. Um, it, it allows for some fun scenes and it also allows for Thanos to reenter the movie in an, an unexpected and unique way. Mm-hmm. Cause if, you know, if they hadn't squared off with him at the end and kind of gotten a climactic fight, I think it would have been, it would have felt, you know, anti- oh, yeah. anticlimactic, well, because obviously. Because they didn't, like, at the beginning they killed Thanos, but I don't, but they didn't defeat him. They needed to properly yes. win. Right. Yeah. They didn't undo what he, he had done. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they had then proceeded to just undo what he had done, and then, oh, all is fine. Mm-hmm. That no. would have been anticlimactic is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But they, they found through the time manipulation stuff, aha, he is reintroduced into the story. And this time he's really, really angry. A bigger, he's, badder Thanos. Yes. He's not just here for, um, I'm going to snap and kill half the universe. Nope. We got to erase everybody's memory. That means everybody's got to die and I'm going to make a new universe. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like too in the the structure of this. It, it works really effectively with the the splitting up into little teams and going to different places. Yeah, they that learned how, that from the last one. Yeah, but it, it worked. It worked well, and it was one of those like kind of sequel things that I think um, was a nice like kind of a nod and like, oh yeah, okay, cool. We're gonna go split up into these teams and go different places. There and, was good mechanical reason for that as well because they yeah. only had so much of the the magic particle that allows mm-hmm. them to shrink super small. Um, so they had to make it, you know, the, it was essentially turned into a heist movie. Yeah. It felt like Inception to me a little bit in mm-hmm. that is this is a heist um, sort of narrative, but playing around with your perception of time um, and, you know, doing some strange stuff. Of course, it's also kind of a clip show <laughs> of here's the Marvel Cinematic Universe's greatest hits. Yeah. And for some reason... Thor the Dark World. <laughs> yeah, so so that's where I started to get that start. This is start where it started to to roll off the rails for me, um, because this is where the audience got started really getting there, right? Um, and where there was there was probably an equal correlation there of the, the more excited the the rest of the audience got, yeah, the more uh, discouraged I was. Um, cause I felt like I was missing something. I don't think I actually was the only, yeah, I, I did not so. understand New Jersey at all. Um, but yeah. okay, sure. Somehow they know to go there. And I, I really liked that it was just Steve and Tony. And I thought that moment of, yeah. of I trust you, I trust you too was really good. Um, so worth it. Um, but yeah, this is, if you're, if you're tracking along in Maggie's emotional journey, this is where we start to, to get off the tracks. I really, I'm so curious what it would have been like without an audience Yeah, for you. Yeah. Because I, uh, I think that's like a personal thing to you. If you feel like you're, you're lost and not getting it yeah. and everybody else is that it really, that's like, that's not something that everybody would have that same reaction. Um, so I want, you know, I wonder, but I definitely think as we said before, this does require more knowledge than, mm-hmm. than the last one. So yeah, like there, there, are, I can see 
having almost a day now um, of, of different scenes that were a knowledge deficit and some where I'm just like upset that everyone's cheering for Loki <laughs> and I have no relationship with Loki. Um, well, like I saw the first Avengers and that's it. Um, you saw Thor. Or you fell asleep during Thor. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the beginning and the end of Thor. <laughs> well, he's in those. Yeah, but it, that's the only Thor movie I've seen. Yeah. Um, so I, just, I have no relationship to, to Loki. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's sure. cheering for Loki. And it, it was kind of, it was a bunch there really tight in the New York scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot it, of yeah. cheering for like, oh, I recognize that thing. I understood that reference. That was a reference mm, for, for your edification. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but anyway, we can move move off this. I don't need to like relitigate the rehash yes. all this. But uh, no, it's fine. Well, I mean, the middle of the movie is like, I mean, the, the middle, the the second and third acts of the movie are fan service. Mm-hmm. Not not entirely the third act, but like the middle the middle portion totally is so fan service. Greatest hits. It, it's not it, it's not necessarily a bad fan service. Like I would say most of it is is pretty good and works and it makes sense in the context of the story. It also makes sense. It also it, it really makes you realize how much of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just revolving around passing around magic rocks. <laughs> There's so much of it. Yeah. That's just well, and I liked that they that they did, you know, screw up. So there was the oh wait, we, oh, yeah, we you know we only away. had one shot and now we've got a to come up with another way a creative solution i mean mm-hmm. yeah you need you need that's you know part of the heist story something goes wrong yeah in fact you know they they get into each of their their teams and something almost immediately starts to go kind of wrong like oh thor's really not with the program here mm-hmm. Uh oh this this situation's really complicated with the with the avengers in mm-hmm. in 2012 um uh-oh there's stuff with going wrong with nebula mm-hmm. um so like that was that was good, you know. That's a very typical thing you do in a heist thing, and then you figure out creative ways, or those complications lead somewhere else. And they did both of those things, and that you know, it's a good structure. It's something that they haven't done before, yeah. Uh, and they haven't really had that heist structure, and that was kind of smart, so that we didn't get action fatigued, and it wasn't just a a giant battle. Um, well, yeah. So we were really ready for the big battle at the end because we really hadn't had a lot of a fighting battle. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were, you were primed for that at the end and it was wise for them to not, yeah. um, some of these being that bef- early, some of these movies, my criticisms were like, I think age of Ultron is really this way. Um, just off the top of my head, it feels like every third scene is an action scene, whether it needs to be or not. Mm. A- and, uh, you get action scene fatigue. At least I do. And it makes the it, 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 it the, there's diminishing returns on that stuff, um, unless you're an amazing action director, unless you're Mad Max Fury Road, you're rolling your eyes, <laughs> then don't make your movie wall to wall action mm-hmm. because you you don't you can't pull that off and mm-hmm. make it interesting. Uh, and this they were very clever about it in this movie and, and in the previous one. Um, yeah. it doesn't yeah. get fatiguing, and when it shows up, it's creative and fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we need to talk about the, the Nebula stuff, and we need to talk about the Black Widow stuff. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about the Nebula stuff. I thought, in general, Nebula was maybe the standout character in this movie, honestly. Uh, I, I really liked uh, the, the plot stuff with her. Um, I thought that was really interesting and well done, and it was something that made sense, but also you didn't see coming. And then once you started seeing that ball rolling, you're like, oh, no. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it didn't feel like cheating. Um, no. Cause we very much, um, beforehand, like I, you and I were both in the camp of like, I don't really care if they, if they undo the snap and bring those people back. Right. Obviously that was going to happen. Spider-Man yeah. is going to live. Right. Black but, Panther is going to live. Um, but everybody who died before the snap should stay dead. Yes. Um, and, and they this, do. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> um, it just, it didn't feel like cheating where I was like, okay, right. Um, you're, you're talking, you're in time travel. So you're inherently cheating. Um, but not in a way that feels, um, like I've been cheated. Right. Yeah. And so that, yeah, that obviously they bring Gamora back, mm-hmm. but th- a different Gamora right. and that, you know, I don't know whether that will be the Gamora and guardians three or what will happen there. I, I don't really care. Interesting. Um, well, because it's fun. It would, like, it would reset their romance. Well, right. Well, they finally got together. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I have, like Matt said before, I have seen Guardians 2. So I was able to be where I where I was in the dark with what was going with, on with Gamora. Yeah. I knew it was going on with Nebula because they, they reconcile in Guardians 2. Right. Um, so and I, I knew that. Yeah. So I saw all that and I had the Nebula knowledge um, to uh, to get that conflict and mm-hmm. and see all that brewing and yeah i thought that was good and effective and yeah clever yeah but i just i was like oh she's her her memory is on the same like network and mm-hmm. they're in the same time now that was an interesting complication of there being duplicate people right like oh that's cool and and then you know seeing thanos introduced into the movie again and it's a different thanos of course it's not it's not our thanos yet and he, it, it was, yeah, that was, that was really neat. That was very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really do, didn't think worked in this part of the movie was, um, so you mentioned the, them splitting up into different teams. I think in general, the teams were better in Infinity War. I was really impressed with the pairings in that, in that movie. And I think by and large, none of them were as good in this one. I mean, none of them were as, and this is surprising, shocking. I can't believe I'm saying this, but none of them were as fun or as interesting as Thor meeting the guardians of the galaxy in infinity <laughs> war, yeah. you know, like even Steve and Tony being together again, it, mm-hmm. it didn't do it for me the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. That one did it for me. Um, for whatever insane reason, Thor and rocket have the best chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> which is bonkers but Thor's kind of good with everybody um yeah like i don't i don't really know that much about chris evans or chris hemsworth as an actor um like i don't know if he just like has really good comedic timing or or what but he just seems he, he to does. do a really good job he does he has great comedic um, timing when and i mean this is like my own prejudice so we're like you just assume if they're that good looking that they're not really good for <laughs> anything else um, and it's like, uh, oh, like you're, you are like, you're acting. <laughs> you're not just Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, Steven, uh, Tony worked for me. Um, but yes, the, the black widow Hawkeye chemistry was, was certainly lacking. Yeah. Because I know those two characters were sort of paired in the original Avengers, which is my least favorite Avengers movie. And, uh, and I'm in the minority on that. Uh, and I only saw that once in theaters when it came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. So I barely remember that they were sort of paired off the two people who shouldn't belong here, basically <laughs> like the C tier heroes in Oof. with like all of the super powered people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I know that there's a little bit of a history there, but we really haven't seen like, like Hawkeye doesn't he, it's weird that he's still as big a player in this 
as he is because he hasn't been since like the first Avengers movie. Well, see, I, I liked that he came back. Um, I did too, but, but it was, they, I think they just needed a third person because it, it didn't, he just doesn't have the team, the, the chemistry with anyone on the team. Right. Like, and Jeremy Renner is a fine actor. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, I think it was something about him and Scarlett Johansson. Like, I don't think their on-screen chemistry works very I, well but together. I, I can't think of who you would pair him with that would work. So, for, obviously, specifically for this scene, they go to Vormir, where you have to sacrifice who's, someone you love to Hulk get the Soul with? Stone. Um, Hulk was with... Was, was he with Nebula? Or was he in New York? Hulk he was, was in, in New, New York. York, and he gets the thing from the wizard lady. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. Uh, this is where it turned for me to like an emotional, oh, I feel left out to I feel the writers here mm. in a way that is unpleasant yeah. because they retconned this. It was supposed to be you have to sacrifice someone you love. Mm-hmm. Now it's human sacrifice. It doesn't matter who. No, it's someone you love. Um, they don't love each other. They don't love each other like romantically. No, I don't think they love each other at all. No, I mean, They're friendly. That's it. That's not like... Okay. The one you love most. No, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, I do. I mean, Clearly. it's not nearly as powerful because they don't. You know, because it's not. But in Infinity War, like Gamora, you know, she laughs because she's like, "You can't win because you love nothing." Right. And all, and then no, like we, and and because I was always skeptical in Infinity War that he loved right. Gamora enough for it to work, and so it, this time I was just like, "No way!" It feels really weird for it to be those two particularly because if, if it was like, you know, if it was Steve and Tony, like, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. There's, totally. there's a brotherly love there. There's a, res- there's a mutual respect. And you know, even though there's this, this rivalry, no, there are acquaintances. Out, yeah. The two well, them. they feel like acquaintances. I mean, we're supposed to think that they have a little bit more history together and stuff like that. It just doesn't work with those two. No, it really doesn't. Um, and then they further made it not work by the ridiculous amounts of, I'm going to be the one. No, I'm going to be the one. No, you're running towards the thing. I'm going to shoot an explosive arrow. Aha, now I'm going to go in. No, you're not. I'm going to shoot my grapple so gun up many. on the wall. And it's just like, stop it. This scene in the previous movie was like really poignant and, mm-hmm. and like good and moving. And you've just made it like a clown show in this. And it doesn't, these are the wrong people to be here. Yeah. Of course, they weren't going to sacrifice, you know, anybody super important in the middle in the middle of the movie. Sorry, Black Widow. Well, but no, I, th- I think that she would. This is where I think we do disagree. If I think that she was, if not the right actual person, the right type of character. She's the right type of character. They needed one of the. Uh, they needed a medium tier person to die in the middle of the movie. Sure. Um. And so, yeah, like I think that she was a a respectable choice for that. Um. I didn't understand. Hawkeye's motivation for wanting it to be him because I thought he wanted to be reunited with his family. I thought that was the whole point and he wouldn't get to be reunited with his family if he died. Um, right. So it took me a while to process what else might be going on for him. Both of them wanting to be the sacrifice made sense. That part worked for me. That was yeah. the only part that worked for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they don't, there's no like love, love there. Like it's not like between Bruce and, uh, and Natasha, well, which he wouldn't have done that though. I don't think it needed to be <laughs> romantic. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I just think but it needed to be more than those two. Those two characters have uh, a thing, although you didn't see Age of Ultron, so you wouldn't know that. No, I didn't know they had a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, that's why he's especially upset when he hears 
Was he? Yes. Oh. Yes, he like punches the, the ground. Well, I, yeah, I just thought that was... And, and, I he, just and like he throws Hulk. a bench into the water. <laughs> well, I just thought he was Hulk. Yes, but they, they, they have an... They, like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't they know. A, they had a thing. Um, then yeah, it should have... Yeah. Um, well, no, it wouldn't have been those because Hulk would not have done it. And he wouldn't have let her. Why wouldn't Hulk have done it? He wouldn't have thrown himself in? Why not? Well, but you couldn't get rid of Hulk. They didn't want to get rid of Hulk. Right. But that would have been... Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, of course, they needed him later for, you know, plot reasons. They right. needed him to be the one who does does the, the bring everybody back snap mm-hmm. because... It would have killed anybody else. Although, I think that's when they should have killed the character. Hulk? No, I think... So, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but, you know, to use the Infinity Gauntlet... It requires, you know, great strength, I guess, and it will kill a lesser being than a Thanos or a Hulk or something like that. It'll kill a normal human being. Yeah. Um, Not semi-established. It's, you know, basically implied and or like we don't know for sure, but it it totally makes sense. Yes, it totally makes sense because it really seems to do a number on, on Thanos and he's like obviously compositionally strong of Mm -hmm. of a being on his own. Not as much as seems like in the end of the movie, but we'll get there. And uh, so, but I thought that the restoration snap needed to be the sacrifice. Hmm. Like somebody needed to die there to bring those characters back. Hmm. But they did it with Hulk, and it just hurts him. Mm-hmm. But he's Hulk; he's fine. Yeah. So, um, if they had made Hulk die in the middle, which they wouldn't do, they, they want Hulk to survive. I right. Think. Um, but that would have been a really impactful death because you like Hulk is just like I and I, I like Black Widow. I like her as a character. Mm-hmm. I also think they short, short changed her by having her die in this movie because like I think she she never well, got her were, own movie. There were rumors that they were going to. So I, I think was a little are, bit I confused. I think they are going to and it'll probably just be set before. Yeah, I guess. Like the Black Widow before the Avengers movie, maybe. I yeah. don't know. They were very clear that she's very gone. <laughs> yes. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, but that didn't work for me. And that there were there were lots of places in the movie where I the mo- I knew the movie was like be emotionally affected by this, and I wasn't. No, and that sucks because yeah. I re- I was like I'm on board for this, but the but then the actual moment to moment a lot of times didn't work. Yeah. Um. And and that was a pretty egregious example of like oh you guys just botched that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in like several different ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th- that sucks. Um, agreed. I don't think, I don't think it, it bothered me maybe as much. I, this is one where like we are both maybe equally bothered, but kind of for different reasons. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and it didn't ruin the movie for me. I could have lived with it. No. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, this, this for me, the, the story of, of me w- with this movie is it was just a, a too, a too many. Yeah. Um, it was death by a thousand paper cuts. Yes. Um, yes. Kind of a thing. Yeah, totally. And for me, it's, it's not even death. It's just like, eh, enjoyment diminishing, enjoyment diminishing. Mm. Yeah. And then finally leaving with just kind of a faint disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, All right, so act three, act, act three. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess I, I did just talk about it with Hulk bringing people back with him snapping. And yeah, I, I kind of wish that had been different, but okay, that's that's how we do it. 
And then Thanos shows up. Yes. There is there bombs is quite, the whole base. There's quite a lull between when Hulk, like we know that it worked because Hawkeye's wife calls, but none of the other characters are back yet. Right. I thought that was a good choice. Oh, totally. You knew um, they weren't going to instantly show up anyway. They got to like figure out, oh, we're back. Oh, it's been five years. Oh, they're over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, like the mechanics of that is Doctor Strange has to go from titan to wakanda to new york Mm. um but but yeah i thought that part worked um you know it's another like silly they should have died in the bombing but whatever okay um yeah fine fine that i'll let it go they're superheroes (laughs) um they only die in very specific dramatic instances yeah which is an overall silly you know that's just how it is in the in these movies mm-hmm. i don't love it because i think it undercuts the deaths but again we'll get to that um <sighs> but yeah so like i i, I do think it, it your your proposition um for for the snap is interesting um because i think we're both in agreement um that like in a it, emotionally speaking it would have been preferable for cap to die um, I yeah. think I wanted, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm the most emotionally connected to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it would have been the most emotionally resonant for me, for him to, to die a sacrificial death. And that would have been the moment. Yeah. So let's talk about what Captain America and Iron Man mean for the MCU in particular, because I, I think that that is significant when it comes to how they decided to end this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because Iron Man was this unprecedented success. Nobody knew, not nobody, but basically nobody knew who Iron Man was before 2008. They put out this Iron Man movie. People, people. I thought he was an (laughs) X-Men. I don't even know if I'd heard of him. I'd heard of him. Like maybe just in passing, but he wasn't up there with like. I knew he had comics. He wasn't Spider-Man. But oh no, no, of course not. (laughs) He wasn't, he wasn't, maybe he was an A-list Marvel character, but as as somebody who's like, look, I I hadn't really heard that much about Iron Man before two thousand eight, and, and I think a lot of the general public didn't. Spider Man, Batman, Superman, but you know those are the wrong Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And, those are the superheroes that I had yeah, heard of, and three of those are DC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think back to the the marvel superheroes that i'd heard of and they were spider-man and the x-men and i think i had maybe heard of captain america yeah captain america i'd heard of but but, I, but it was a joke right right when you he think, of the, na- you think of the name captain america you're just like oh wow that sounds like rah-rah patriotism that's like snidely old looked at and old yeah yeah um so but you know iron man is the first one out of the gate and it was this rousing success they cast just the right person to play the the role, um, and he turned out to be the bedrock of kind of the franchise. Like they built the the franchise off the success of Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Well, and that was a big point in his career yeah, too, totally. where he was, was coming back from from major drug issues mm-hmm. and and really turning himself around. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a so it was a cool you know convergence of the story on screen and the story of the actor yeah, in real life. Totally. Um, so. I, the franchise is built on Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., all that. Yeah. But I think the heart and soul of the franchise 
are more with Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so one is kind of a businessy sort of into things. Like, I think Robert cool. Downey Jr. is as... As Iron Man has been consistently good throughout these movies. And people do really love and care about him. Yeah, they do. But, you know, I'm... You're probably, like... I imagine you you feel similarly to him as you do about, like, Han Solo or something. Oh, no, I like Iron Man more than Han Solo. Well, you more, but... No, I, they're... No. Okay, they're not at all the same I don't, for you? Okay. I have... I'm... I am, like mostly apathetic to han solo um i just like don't get it okay um robert john like the the iron man thing for me is is just a little overdone yeah um but i think his character makes a lot of sense i think it's a good performance yeah um he's funny but he's got reasons for how he does things um and like a a set the paradigm for Mm -hmm. who he is and how he makes his choices that's really consistent um and I, I like that in a character. Um, we, we have a friend who uh, who uh, <laughs> likes to point out that that his storyline got uh, done over or that they kind of eh. erased some progress for him. But eh, I, I don't really feel that way because I, I liked either. Iron Man 3. That's the only one I say I've I have seen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like a lot of people really like him. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, Captain America is different, I think. But if you want to get me more like. Iron Man is is funny and interesting and charismatic to watch, but if you want to get me emotionally invested, Captain America is a much better choice. Even though yeah. I don't I don't really like the first Captain America movie all that much, uh, the second one I is I said it before it's it's the best MCU movie. That is a fact. Yeah, his is the only um, <laughs> and uh, Civil War pretty good. Yeah, his is the only um, offshoot that I have seen all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's a recent development. And I think Chris Evans' performance, like, uh, is is all is also really outstanding. And it, you, it, it, there's this a sincerity about that character that is really special. And it's kind of it's kind of the inverse of mm-hmm. of Iron Man, which it's really smart of them to do. Um, and I don't know. So I really wish that had been Cap because. I, or maybe it was just the way they did it because yeah so uh so obviously iron man dies yeah in in the final snap mm-hmm. which is the snap to get rid of the bad thanos guys. and his army mm-hmm. uh and he says i am iron man it was like okay yeah mm-hmm. of course he would and then i wasn't sure if he was actually dead though because they like to cheat things disney deaths and such um that I believe that's actually like a TV tropes page. The Disney death, <laughs> the the death they make you think happens, but it do, it doesn't really. They bring him back or whatever. It's like that thing. Like uh, this is a weird example to bring up. Spoilers for Wally. Wally should have died <laughs> at the end of Wally. Um, and spoilers for Wally. Yeah, and he doesn't. Wally gets like crushed in it and mm-hmm. whatever, and then and and then they bring him back because he's a robot but he doesn't have a memory of like who anybody is. And you're like, Oh, that's really sad that, that he's, he's alive quote unquote, but his memory's not really there. So for a robot, that's kind of like you're dead. And then he's like, Oh no, wait, I remember who you are, Eva. And it's like, no, there needed to be some sacrifice here. So they have, you know, and it's not fair to say that, oh, because they do that in Disney movies that they would do that here, but yeah, they I do that in so many 
popular so much popular media that yeah. i'm always my my hackles are always up about is this death real because mm-hmm. i'm not you're not going to sucker me yeah i think i was just i was um i didn't think they would be egregious enough to have hulk actually say this will <laughs> kill anybody but me uh-huh. and then have someone else do it and them not die and it not be like thor um yeah who can you know pull his little demigod card or whatever right um, yeah, he, I, I very much understood that he was sacrificing himself when he snapped and he was going to die. Yeah. But I was, I was fried at that point in the movie. Um, we've skipped a bit. We've skipped, I think my most frustrating moment oh, when yeah. I was done. We'll, 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 we'll circle back to it. Um, I, I, I wanted to talk about, you know, just the fact that in general, I think Captain America is the, the heart and soul of the franchise and Robert Downey Jr. is the foundation of the, the film franchise. Like, mm-hmm. Um, and he's become, you know, outside of the movies themselves, he's sort of like the main spokesman mm-hmm. of the, the, the group of actors and stuff. doesn't really necessarily affect the movies, but it all plays into it. And I think that's, that reputation is significant and important there. Like he is Marvel in a way. Yeah. Um, like it I, feels like that. And I, well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that to me. Like it does on a business level. Right. That's what but, I mean. But it doesn't, but it doesn't emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why, oh, it makes business sense for the, you, you, you said, um, after we saw it, you felt like you could feel the hand of the producers at certain times in this. That was a like, well, he's obviously not going to be, th- this felt the most like contractual obligation stuff. Hmm. See, I felt that with with Captain America later. Um, well, yes, they also write him out, and it's unsatisfying. But um, yeah, okay, sorry. Well, let's skip back a little bit to um, the battle, and or or do we need this? To go is back mine is the the what's well, it's I think the the worst moment in the movie for me, and the best um, is in about Isn't, five minutes. Yeah. So um, the the battle scene, uh, it's really satisfying. And really fan servicey, but then it quickly dissolves into like unsatisfying, I think. Well, so because my problem is, is okay, so you know, Thanos is he sends Nebula away to go get get him and he's gonna wait and okay, sure, you know, being being the mysterious villain guy. Um, but then there's there's this these this like great drama of Thor and Iron Man and Captain America walking up to go fight Thanos. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. And it's really good. And the, like all the, I don't know all the technical words for it, but like, it's just, it's a well done scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then I'm like, guys, he doesn't have any stones yeah, right. right now. So he's literally just Goliath. He's just a big purple guy right. who fights good. He's weaker than every other time you faced him in the previous yeah, movie get yourself a slingshot where you almost beat him like three different times and call it a day um like there's there's i was so mad watching the three of them get their butts kicked by him it's like that makes no sense yeah. at all it, it doesn't at all i think you could fudge it and say like well thor is out of shape but they really don't make no. a point of saying that that he's affects a demigod him. he has his axe and he right. has his hammer. Yes, he has his axe that he already killed Thanos with. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid. Like I, it's it's actually stupid. <laughs> um and like and yeah, where it was 
you're you're trying to get these stakes for me of that like oh is he actually almost gonna crush captain america here because he's swinging his sword two by four well he could easily kill captain america yeah but and so he does it gets a little scary there for a sec yeah um and and i'm like and yeah so i was just so frustrated there are a couple of like really great like stand up and cheer moments in it though well yeah so this is what i mean if it's the the absolute worst moment followed by the best moment i didn't think that was the worst moment i i I was fine with them not because and there that's me just giving mental assent to we've got to draw this you know climactic battle out a little longer and we have to bring all the people back you know we that's what people are expecting to see that's what like emotionally cathartically people want to see everybody fighting Uh, this is the only opportunity you're going to have to do this so even though it doesn't make sense for thanos to be this big of a threat with zero infinity stones like it's still going to be that way yeah i'm I'm just going to demand better than that i'm mostly okay with that even though like infinity war did a really good job of making threats feel credible which a lot of these movies don't yeah and it was disappointing but i was kind of able to brush it off in the moment because you had such awesome moments like the the shot of Captain America standing on one side of this chasm and this army and Thanos on the other side. It's like I want a giant poster of that on my wall. That was so cool. Yeah, that was that was the that was the like uh, high point of the movie for me. Um, was that, that shot? That was awesome. And of course, like the thing that it didn't work for you because you didn't know the the sort of setup to it. But when Captain America grabs Thor's hammer. Like I, I couldn't restrain myself from clapping and I don't do that in in these movies, (laughs) but I was like, it was like a moment to do that. He's my, he's my, I pretty safe to say he's my favorite character in these movies. And it's, it's because, uh, Captain America is a celebration of goodness in people. Yeah. And that is such a rare thing, uh, especially now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the whole idea of like, oh, you have to be worthy to pick up Thor's hammer. Like, he's probably more worthy than Thor, <laughs> especially at this point. And it was so great to see him get the hammer and just wail on Thanos and and jump around and it's like, oh man, that's that's awesome. That is that is a cool moment. It's meaningful. It was set up years ago. Mm-hmm. Um which I'm sorry you didn't know that because that moment was so great if you did. If you'd been, you know, that that was in the back of the audience's mind. Um, so, yeah, those were some really awesome moments about that end battle. And then, of course, we had, boom, here comes everybody in the wizard portals. Well, and it, All I the liked people that it started back. with Falcon. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It Like, the whole, that whole minute was really good mm-hmm. of them all coming back. Yeah, and and that's just a fun, like yay here everybody's back and now there's no army on this side suddenly there is Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna fight and it's a good it's a really fun satisfying moment it's you know it's the kind of thing like gandalf coming back in the two towers totally um totally and it's it's just that like really gets at your base emotion about the thing about conflict rally yeah Yeah. it's and it's great but I think the way that the battle plays out has some problems. Yeah, not I think only, you have more problems here than I do. Not only with, uh, I don't have a lot. Um, it's it's mostly like what you said, that you know, Thanos being a credible threat in general is real shaky. And then there is, uh, 
yeah, I feel bad for bringing this up, but but you noticed it too. Um, and it's the we even gonna dignify it with bringing it up. Yes, we're gonna dignify it with bringing it up. All right, because I think it's the kind of it's it's a it's the wrong way to do fan service. Um, which is it's the wrong way to do social justice. It's also the wrong way to do that. It's the wrong way to do a lot of things, which is this the like. I don't even remember how it starts. Captain Marvel has to bring uh, the 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 oh, yeah, gauntlet yeah. to the ship or something. Yeah, she's trying to get it from one place to another, which, given her power set, shouldn't be a problem. Like she literally shouldn't actually need any help. But then all the women of of the MCU suddenly appear arrayed around her and get a nice like shot panning across them, and you realize, oh. Look at that. We have women in these movies, even though only one of them has starred a woman. <laughs> and it's And the, we just killed our most famous one. Right. We just and yes, the the only person who has died so far in this one was our yeah. longest running female character. Yeah. With the most character building. Yep. Yeah. And it's um, just the most pandering thing. And it's But it's it's worse than pandering. Of what it frustrates me is because it's it's um, it's just lip service right. is where I'm like, listen, I am, I'm all for, um, you know, of, of having like good women characters that work together and use their womanhood in unique ways to solve unique problems. That's awesome. I am all there for it. I loved Wonder Woman because of that, Yeah, because her womanhood w- like she drew power from that. That was important to her character. It yes. wasn't just look at me. I am the Superman of this universe. Right. Um, it wasn't just like, hey, look at the women. That's it. That's all right. it was, was, hey, look. Um, and then, yes, like structurally, it makes no sense. There, Like, what was there? Some sort of like feminist bat signal in the sky that like summoned <laughs> them all there. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Some sort of feminist bat signal. <laughs> There's no reason for them to have all dropped what they were doing and right. shown up to escort Captain Marvel of all people. Captain Marvel of all people. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's like the one that just flew through his ship and like made it crash in two seconds. <laughs> the one that has the power to basically solve all of these problems. And then they strut. I don't. Evangeline Lily strutted. Okay. And I love her. She's Kate. She's she's always going to be Kate for me, and I love her. It was silly. It it, it was so. Silly. Yes. It, by the time Tony died, I was done. <laughs> yeah, and that's a thing I could overlook. Definitely for sure. It's a very silly moment. Yeah. But I could overlook it. But I think that's representative of the kind of thing that they just. It, it was another paper cut, right? Yeah. There were a lot of lines, a lot of callback lines throughout the entire movie. Some of them I think worked like I am Iron Man. That was, that was good. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. Some of them I don't think worked and they were just, mm, they were just trying a little too hard to say, Hey, remember this thing? Mm. Um, when it didn't necessarily serve a purpose other than just pure fan service, there was enough fan service in this movie without them just trying to find additional ways to, to shove that in. The other thing is, I think in general, this is just a general comment about the movie, I think because it's so much of kind of like 
Marvel's Greatest Hits clip show-ish kind of feeling. It has less of its own identity than Infinity War did, where, like, Infinity mm-hmm. War had new locations to showcase. Right. Um, and that was cool. And this was, like, we've seen all this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I think the only new place in this movie was Tokyo. <laughs> and that doesn't count. <laughs> That's funny. Uh you know, I was, and I was a little disappointed that the climactic end battle was just somewhere in upstate New York on the, and the rubble of their old headquarters. You like, wanted eh. more space? No, it just, it just seemed like, oh, this is it. I did really like the, uh, was it Rabbit who said, so who's never been to space? Rabbit. You, rocket. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love You've, Thor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. That was, that. I think I maybe laughed the hardest at that joke. So... Uh, then we get the epilogue. The epilogue, oh boy. Um, you can do a long epilogue and have it work. So we talked, it's funny, we talked about this on the way to the theater. We talked about the Lord of the Rings and we talked about how the Return of the King is the worst movie mm-hmm. in that trilogy, like by a large margin. Yeah. And when I say worst, I mean least good. Right, yeah. The, One and two are are, are very good. Yes. Um, and I know a lot of people would um, I, would debate on which one of those is better. Everyone is in agreement that the third one is the least good. Yeah. I, uh, I think a lot of people would say out of, you know, out of trilogies that usually the third one is the one that struggles the most or is the most inconsistent or the most bloated. And, you know, this isn't a trilogy, but it's the, you know, the end of a thing. And I do feel like it suffers from being bloated. It suffers from being, having to tie up too many loose ends and, I, I feel like, you know, from a certain perspective, I think it sticks the landing. From another perspective, I think it's it's real wobbly on that landing. It's not... I thought the, the epilogue in regards to, like, Tony was good. Um, I thought the funeral was fine. I thought there... I actually, like, I, I think that was the appropriate moment to pan from each group um, and see everybody there. That was fine. Um, but, yeah, like, that, that felt appropriate for the very end. Um Gwyneth Paltrow's acting was better than I expected, so I'm sorry for all the mean things I've said about you, Gwyneth. <laughs> I thought I those still, were mostly related to her her weird. I still think she's a terrible. She's yeah, it's it's real bad. Um, but uh, but yes, if I, I was all ready for her to like kill that death scene by being a bad actress, but she she did fine. Um, yeah. and yeah, so I I thought that that was really good. Um. I liked, you know, seeing Fury there in the back. Um, that was his, his, he didn't even have a line yeah. um, in the movie, but I thought that was, that was really he good. He was in timeout. His last line was a bad word. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, what they did, well, they did with Cap was the nail in the coffin. I know I'm being rolled down here, folks. I'm, it's I'm t- sorry. You, but, are, um, you are completely entitled to feel that way. The movie will still make two, two and a half billion dollars without you. It's okay. Yep. Well, uh, they have our money. So. Um, yeah, the the specifics of like the Tony death scene, I think, are just you know as another little component that didn't quite work for me because they have Peter come over to him, and that's a callback to you know the reverse happening in the previous movie, and but th- they have a little bit of a relationship certainly. Mm-hmm. But he should have been there, but not. He should have been there, but he center. shouldn't have been like the the front and center interaction there. Like it would have been much more meaningful to have Cap in there. Yeah, obviously Pepper needed to be there as well, 
um, for, for obvious reasons, but I don't know. It's like, I, you know, it needed, you know, it needed to be Steve saying something, you know, like it should have been me or like, you know, something, something really nice about like, about like how he was willing to sacrifice himself about like him being selfless. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that would have sealed the deal for me because, um, those other characters don't, they don't bring the gravitas that, that Captain America or even, or even Hulk Mm -hmm. or, you know, there are other characters that would have, have brought more emotional weight to that scene. Mm -hmm. The Peter Parker thing just felt like a cheap callback to, Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel good, Mister Stark. Yeah. Um, which was a great moment in that movie, but the reverse doesn't necessarily work work the same way. Yeah, like I, I think it. Sh- I'm. Yeah, it was a little bit long. He should have been there, but not front and center. Um, it didn't. It didn't bother me in the same way. It didn't. That but, it bothered you, but but yeah. this should have landed totally. And it if didn't land to, for me. If they had to land one moment, it should have been this one. But I think it did for a lot of people. The lady but next did, to me was crying. Yeah. So like no, I know that I know it, it did worked. for a lot of people <laughs> on just on the sheer idea of it. Yeah. But I I don't think it played out well. No. And I was I was upset that I wasn't upset about that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. You're funny. So this is what they've decided to do. Yeah. All right. That's how I was. And then the funeral scene still felt kind of nothing. Oh, look, it's all the characters there. I get it. We see, look how many people are in this movie. We just did a scene where it was, look how many people are in this movie. And I'm so bummed that I feel this way. I am I so bummed. I am too. Like, I, I we're, we're probably going to get flack for... Oh, who cares? For this. But, but like, I just... Like, neither one of us... Like, this we is did, not where we, we wanted to be. We did not come in to be haters. No, like, we were We really came in stoked. on board. Yeah. This was... We were both excited for this movie. Like, as excited for... To see a movie as we have It had been, been a long time since I'd been that excited to see a movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, I mean... For me, it was probably Last Jedi, and look how that turned out. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> this was the first time that I had that I had been really hyped, and it not and it not gone for me. It happens to me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Um, anyway, but so just that that's I'm I'm trying to uh, to cover for us in our. You don't need to cover for us. Well, you're more confident being the contrarian here than I am. I'm not trying to be a contrarian. No, like, I know, but so it's it's like what's important to me is that we explain why it didn't work, and we try yeah. we try and think through those things, and if people listening don't agree that's great i'm glad you saw a movie that you liked better i really wish i was there with you Mm -hmm. i really do uh i take no pleasure in not feeling these these things Mm -hmm. because i was there for it Mm -hmm. um and i think the devil's in the details for the most part yep with this with this one because the broad strokes of this movie the structure the, the overall structure of this movie I think it's good. I think it works. So you said that the the last nail in the coffin for you was what happens with Cap. And so I I think your frustration here is more about the cheating of the rules. Mine was just the cliche of oh, there's an old man sitting on the bench with his back towards <laughs> us. That's got to be him. Uh. Um, and I was just like. Ugh. I was like, "Don't do it, guys! Don't do it." Old person makeup never looks good. It, it did. That was that well, was. Well, yeah, that like, was. Um, they subverted my he, expectations again. He did again. look good, and it still looked like him. Yeah. Um. The voice was 
you know, he was doing his best, but it's hard to make your voice sound 50 years older. Yeah. Um, it just, it felt so much to me of like, well, we couldn't kill both of you, but neither one of your contracts are coming back. So yeah, where we just, we can't have you back. So we need you to exit. And, uh, this is, this is how we came up with doing that. Um, it just, it felt like I felt the writers and the producers so hard. Um, and it, it just felt, um, like it, it felt so contrived. The handing over to Anthony Mackie felt cheap and it shouldn't have. Mm. Um, I think that piece worked for you, which is good. Um, <laughs> it did, but it was ruined by just, I think what doesn't work for me about the whole third act is there's not quite enough sacrifice. The whole first third of the movie is about the fallout from the previous movie. And we've, you know, we really established how much this does affect the, I don't need it to specifically be deaths, right? Okay. So that's the thing. I'm not out for blood here. I don't need a bunch of characters to die to make it worth it, Mm -hmm. but I need there to be sacrifice. I need, it should cost something. It needs to cost something. And the Captain America ending feels like having your cake and eating it too. Like he gets, he accomplishes everything he sets out to do in the end. And then he also gets to be with Peggy Carter. Um, Which it, it was a sweet little scene. Yeah, sure. It's sweet, but um, it, f- it feels, but it felt wrong. It feels like something that passed him by a long, long time ago. I also, and th- this is the other thing is I th- feel like the theme of moving on and accepting tragedy is much more powerful and much more relatable than being able to relate to this magical fantasy of being able to go back and relive your best life anyway, even though it's passed you by. Well, like the last frame of that movie should absolutely not have been what it was. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the, but, uh, the last frame of that movie was the, them, them kissing. kissing. Yeah. That's no man. And it's like, this no, is not, man. this is not Captain America four. Yeah. This is, this is Avengers Endgame. I don't know what you would end on exactly. I'm bad at that. I mean, maybe um, maybe you just ended at a funeral. Or yeah, just like have a it. zoom out crane shot. That's it. Just, you know, nothing crazy, but but that was wrong. <laughs> or or like a, a memorial for all of the people who actually died. Vision's not in this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's dead, stays dead, doesn't come back in the time travel stuff. Yeah. Dead, dead. Black Widow, of course. Tony. Is that it? Might be it. I mean, Loki, but he wasn't a hero per se. So, I, I yeah, I don't know. Whoever I, Thor's I friend was, that guy, Idris uh, Elba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heimdall. Um, uh, I'm sure there were, I mean, well, so many of his people. Yeah. Uh, I get why they ended it where they did, and it feels like the right answer on some level. But I, I agree it was it was wrong. And yeah, it just, it just doesn't work for me. And that's a that's a bummer. I wanted mm-hmm. them to I I, I w- would this change have worked for you if he didn't come back at all? Because I think Left that would have been ended. I think that would have been better if he had just gone and they showed him in the past, but he didn't come back to them on the bench as an old man. How would they have done that? Because if he just if you know, the scene goes of where you yeah. know, he missed his mark and they're freaking out. Yeah. 
they would have just been like, where do you go? And then you cut to him with her. Oh. Instead of having Yes, him. that would have been perfectly fine with me. That's how I thought they were going to handle it. I thought he, thought he was going to be, I thought he was going to be stuck back in time. Me too. Yeah, I thought he was going to get stuck. Um, but then him coming back, one, it, uh, it brings up all sorts of questions about, wait, I thought that you couldn't do that with this time travel. It's it's bad to put that kind of plot confusion right at the end of the movie, yeah. right next to your emotional catharsis. Yeah, it's not a it's not a good idea. Yeah, like um, you know, so another movie spoilers for Inception, <laughs> um, another movie that has really a really confusing contrived plot. Uh, I like Inception mostly. Um, some of it a lot. It, it's fine. It, the the confusing plot stuff is explained to the audience pretty thoroughly so that by the time you get to the ending climax of that movie, the emotional catharsis of that movie, you aren't bothered by, wait, this doesn't make sense. The rules, you just have this wonderful sweeping scene of him going back and seeing his kids again. Mm -hmm. And then of course they tease you with the top, which I'm not a big fan of, but it worked, (laughs) but the emotion of that scene works because you're not busy thinking about, dream levels and time and all that. And, and it's carried by an excellent score from Hans Zimmer. So, you know, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to your question, like it, it, it doesn't bother me at the, the like cost from captain America angle, if he would have just stayed with her yeah. um, and they would have had a, a, like the, the cut to them dancing scene. Um, that would have been fine. Um, I still don't think that should have been the last shot. Yeah. Um, Although then I I guess if they had done it that way, then there would have been the question in the audience's mind. uh, Did he return the stones or did he just go back and be with her? Well, of course he returned the stones. Yeah. Captain America's not going to flake out. Yeah. But like the whole thing with this is it's messy. Yeah. It's messy. And, and that it's not a nice clean thing for you to just focus on the emotions. And I think some people were able to do that. That's fine. That's great. It's messy. There's lots of little paper cuts. And, and that sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm bummed. I, I would like to see this again. Yeah. Knowing what happens and being able to pay more attention to, to maybe the things I was supposed to be paying attention to rather than the, the plots, uh, you know, having all that disappointment out there already. Would I accept it more? Would I like it more? I could see me going either way on it, honestly. Mm. I th- I think I would like it more the second time, especially because because for me so much of it was was an experience audience problem. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I would enjoy it a lot more the second time, um, especially if I could could see Age of Ultron. But I feel like I would just be angry watching Age of Ultron. It's like they're I'm, they're making me watch this <laughs> mediocre movie <laughs> so that I can get maybe more out of a not bad movie. Mm. But I, I think, I think, I think my, Age of Ultron's okay. It's it, it. I've heard that one's not good. I like it better than the first Avengers movie, but I am very much in the minority on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. They're it, kind of where I sit at it of, of you know, like um, they they did good, I think, by their you know, they're by their true believers. And, um, <laughs> that's great. I'm, I really you didn't even realize you made a Stanley reference. Did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, go me, go you, um, true believers, but no, and I, and I mean that in all sincerity, but they just, that, you know, I, I think, um, infinity war was the exception and not the rule where, where most mm-hmm. Marvel movies aren't great. 
Um, yeah. That they're just, they're just not like they're, they're good. They're fine. The characters are fun. Mm-hmm. Endearing. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately I think Endgame was more in the, in the line of the others and not Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, Infinity War walked this line between the typical Marvel tone and something that was a little bit more consequential feeling. Mm-hmm. And it really, it put the, the hook of, of Infinity War is that the Avengers lost and that, you know, every single other movie in the MCU is them winning. Yeah. So the one where they lose is like, oh, this is this is an interesting hook. And the way that they did it, the way that they um, handled all of the disparate elements of that and made it feel like this coherent thing was so impressive, especially now in retrospect that they weren't able to do that again, not quite as well. Mm-hmm. It was, you might say it was uh, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Mm. Uh, yeah, you liked old Thanos better. I did like old Thanos better. <laughs> Pontificating Thanos. Um, uh, yeah. Because the end of that movie is so good. The end of that movie is so good. So where he good. just sits down and you're like, wow, dang, that just happened. Mm-hmm. I did like the beginning of him gardening. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, yeah, you know, everyone else is miserable. And then cut to Thanos harvesting strange watermelons. <laughs> Living that agrarian lifestyle <laughs> as as you do. As you after, do after you wipe in retirement. out half the universe. I mean, what would you do? Thanos, mm. you've just wiped out half the universe. What are you gonna do now? I'm not gonna go to Disney World. That'd be awkward. Mm. Only half only be half of the things there I wanna see anyway. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Well, Just remember, Disney owns it all. <laughs> These movies will not stop. Well, what's next on our... What are what are we talking about next? Something we like? <laughs> I, mean, I mean... Oh, you do you mean like what's on our schedule? Yeah. So I'm, so, I'm trying to tell the people that next time we'll be better. Oh. That, they'll, that we'll be saying things that we like. Well, you, you never know. No. Okay. No, I mean, I, I think we're, um, we're continuing the Harry Potter series... Um, and that will be ongoing until we get to the end of that. Yep. I think monthly-ish. And we have uh, uh, a number of other movies planned besides things that are coming out in the theaters. Uh, I think we're we're going to go see Detective Pikachu. I think we're going to go see yeah. you know, Toy Story 4. We'll see what happens with that. There, there are things. So prob- I- probably <laughs> next time we'll be, we'll be more cheery is all I mean to say with that. I had a lot of good things to say about this movie. In the end, I meant to say more of them, I think, but they were just front loaded totally. And totally, and I think that's the shame of it is it's not uneven throughout, it's like really strong and then starts to fall apart for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I'm glad y'all liked it. <laughs> you just assume everybody else likes it, though. I, I wouldn't. Okay, I'll well, I'll, I will be curious to see other people's honest reactions after like it's safe to talk about because we're still in this in the place where you can't really say anything i'll be curious what people's reaction to like how people look at this film like three years from now Mm, yeah Uh, um like after all the hype and after we've seen a little bit of what becomes of the marvel cinematic universe post end game Mm -hmm. which I am in no way signed up for. I may see that Spider-Man movie because I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I am certainly not on board for another, you know, 11 years of this stuff. They have to sell me on it. And uh, I don't know, you know, 
maybe them them X Men might get me get to a few. Um, yeah, you like X Men. They have a good central conflict. I wouldn't know how you would fit it into the the MCU though. Well, yeah, I, we'll see how much they start over. Right. Yeah, I'm really curious just from a you know sitting on the sidelines standpoint here of okay, what are you guys gonna do now? And now you know because their hook through these past 11 years of all this content was basically just like we put these magic rocks in the background of of all these movies they don't have those anymore so what are they going to do to sort Mm -hmm. of build up to the next you know are they going to build to another giant climactic end game style thing you know guess we'll have to read the comics (laughs) (laughs) well that's not gonna happen no 